the truth is out there, just a little to the left. Almost. No, uh, your left. Uh, you know, uh, forget it. You are about to enter a world that blurs the line between fact and fiction, where truth is clouded by imagination. Five stories, some are real, some are fake. Join us as we play along with a television cult classic and go beyond, beyond belief. Hello and welcome to Beyond Beyond Belief, episode number eight. I'm Jesse Chapman. Joining me are my co-hosts, Chris Newth. Hi, guys. Tiffany Persifka. Hey there. And Mark Wahlberg. Hey. Every week, we watch the late 90s television show Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. Each episode contains five stories. Now, some of the stories in this show are based on real events. They've researched this, and they've gone out, and they've done personal stories. Uh, just like, you know, when you watch the movies, and it's based on a true story. Some of them are true. Some of them, though, are actually completely made up by the show's writers. They go into the writer's room, and they just go, you know, what's, what's a crazy story that we can tell that people will find beyond belief and try to trick them? And then that's what the show's about. At the end of the show, they tell you which stories are fact and which are fiction, and we want to invite you guys to play along with us. We're going to do a little recap of each story, we're going to play some clips, and we're going to try to predict ourselves which are fact and which are fiction. Uh, but this week, we do have a special guest, Claire Berger. Claire, welcome to Beyond Beyond Belief. Hi, thank you for having me. So, Claire, you're new to this podcast, but we know you've listened before. You know that it kind of involves some like supernatural elements, some paranormal elements, some we really weird stuff. Do you have anything in your life or background that can kind of relate to any of that stuff? And I hope you had no time to prepare for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do actually, in fact, have a story. It's not mine personally, but it's my Grammys. Did so you call her Grammy, or is that like a thing that you refer to her when she's not around? She's won a lot of music awards. She, she yeah. is a singer. Yeah, she's a she's giant uh, Grammy. Famous. Yeah. <laughs> um, she uh, she does know that I call her Grammy. That's not a behind her back kind of thing. Great. Um, she's on board with it. She okay, likes good. it. You've run this by her. Yeah, that I'm going to tell the story, <laughs> yes. or that I call her Grammy. <laughs> um, okay, so her story is that, like in the early '70s, she went and visited her aunt and uncle in the Bay Area, and at the time, her aunt Shirley was really into spiritualism, you know, and uh, she uh, they were staying in the guest house, which is not connected to the main house. And it was late at night. My Grammy was going to bed. Her sister was already asleep in the guest house. She walks in, lays down to go to sleep, closes her eyes, and suddenly feels like the the door has opened, like this really cold breeze comes through, you know, mm. this this chill. Yeah. And uh, it was totally dark, but she thinks, oh, it's Aunt Shirley coming in to make sure that we're settled okay or something like that, right? So she opens her eyes and hovering above her is like a... a an image waist up of a person wearing like a white sweater, long hair, no face. Uh, you know, oh kind my of God. Transparent sort of. No face. She freaks out, reaches up to swat it, disappears. Has trouble falling asleep as anyone would. Right. <laughs> yeah. She puts in some white noise and she just conks right out. Sounds of, of whales. Yeah. Exactly. That's not creepy. Yeah, no. The sounds of <laughs> horrible. I feel like the sounds of whales are what naturally would come out of something with no face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah, Hovering yeah. above you. Guys, yeah. don't give whales a bad name. <laughs> I do Jeez. like whales. Yeah. But she gets up the next morning and she goes into the main house. And her uncle is sitting at the breakfast table in his full suit. But he wouldn't normally be there at that time of the morning. He would normally be at work. She's like, hey, Uncle Tom, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, the weirdest thing. 
at around midnight last night, which is when my grandma went to bed, right? All of the clocks in the house stopped, including his wristwatch. So his alarm didn't go off, which is why he was late Stop to work. Stop it. Oh my God, that's so creepy. Mark, what do you think? Fact or fiction? <laughs> that's a big old fiction. <laughs> wow, that's insane. I was waiting mm-hmm. for the, you know, like, oh, you know, your grandfather passed away oh or something like that. And he was wearing a right. white sweater, something like that. Yeah, he was wa- he was dressed to go to the funeral or some kind of businessy thing he had to go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So See, some if I were writing this, I would add one more beat, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give her that note. Yeah, please do. When she tells the story <laughs> yeah. next time. We're kind of bumping it. (laughs) I would say that's horrifying. Exactly. What I do like about this story is that there's the primary person that encountered it. Mm -hmm. And then there is this kind of separate, unconnected corroboration of the event. Exactly. You know, if she had come down and told this story and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, Aunt Betty haunts this place and people have seen her. It's like, well, okay. (laughs) Okay. Wait, faceless Aunt Betty? Yeah, faceless Aunt Betty. You don't have a faceless Aunt Betty? (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. That was horrifying. And uh, a lot of times uh, the stories that are on the show are of varying types. Eh, Not not so much today. Yeah, what happened with this episode? I don't know. It was a strange one for sure. Yeah. But let's go ahead and start. Our first story is called Fire Station 32. The men at Station 32 didn't mind little Stevie hanging around. What's going on, Stevie? A house is on fire, 33 Hemingway Lane. People are trapped inside. Roger, hurry! You did good, buddy. All these people here would have made it out without you. We make a good team, right? You're a real fireman now, Stevie. Hey, Parks, you better get over here. Everybody make it out okay? All but one. Roger, Stevie. So there's a little boy that is such a fan of being a firefighter. He wants to be a firefighter. He's hanging around the station, and some of the people are like, God, this kid's annoying. But there's one firefighter that really takes to him and is kind of like his big brother. One day, the kid is walking home and comes across this house that has smoke coming out of it. We cut back to the fire station, and then the kid is there, and he runs up, and he's like, hey, hey, there's a fire at this place down the way. And they all load up. They all go out. The fire's there. They put it out. They're taking bodies out. Not uh, living bodies. They're taking uh, people. They're saving people's lives. So they take people out of the burning house. And they're like, no one perished. Uh, the guy goes over to the kid and says, you save people's lives today. You should be really proud of yourself. And then he's called over by another fire guy. He's like, hey, I got some bad news. Um, there there was one one person who perished. And and it's the kid. And he looks back. He's like, no, that's not true. The, ki- the kid is uh, gone. And what's his name? Timmy? Stevie. 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 I want every kid's name to be Timmy. So Stevie is disappeared, and they pull his body out of the huh. burned fire. And We all was- responded with Stevie as though we were annoyed that you didn't. Yes, yeah, Stevie, yeah. guys, Stevie. come on. Obviously. <laughs> Chris is a big fan of the ghostly rules and the yeah. ghostly rules. Oh, and this you're gonna is gonna classic... Say ghost story of the kid that was helping has been a ghost the whole time and they didn't realize uh, it, this one kind of gave me chills i have to admit although i i have to say like that doesn't mean i think this is this happened i haven't figured that part out yet i do like in the beginning of the episode the way that they show the kid is like interested in the fire fighting and all this stuff he's on the truck and he hits the siren oh, yeah. and then all the firefighters react as though they've never heard a siren in their life they put their hands on their ears like oh my god what's well, happening what is that? so loud yeah and then, and they- then the captain does come out and he's like never in my life has the siren gone off in my station <laughs> i've been here for 42 years and it's yeah. been a quiet 42 years <laughs> 
is an empiric <laughs> one. These are just really difficult when it's just based on one person saying, I saw this guy. Because like if that story ever came out, and I think I would say this is a sort of story I could see in, you know, like a local newspaper if the kid was always around the fire station that ended up like dying in a fire. It's like this is a story I could see somehow getting out there. But it's just one guy saying, I saw him. But if, if, <laughs> if the story's true, how did the guy figure out about the fire? That's what's, yeah. that's what's sticking with me. You know, sometimes we analyze these stories and it's like, well, I don't necessarily think the guy saw ghosts, but I think it could have still happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not really seeing how this actually could have happened. I mean, he could have just, someone could have notified the fire department about the fire and just coincidentally the kid went in there or it was his house that he burned in or something like that. But I feel like the colonel could be that this kid is obsessed with being a firefighter and he just dies in a fire. Yeah, so I'm kind of leaning towards this one being fact, just for a few reasons. I, again, like the guys, the 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 adult, that one adult is the only one who saw this kid. It kind of makes sense. And I've heard of stories where kids, you know, like someone is on this planet just to do like one thing. And maybe this was this kid's one thing that he was supposed to do. I'm leaning toward fact, too. I know we're not doing a fact. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let, let's but go maybe ahead and... it's his karmic purpose. Yes, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that karmic purpose. Let's go ahead and dive into it. Let's just go ahead and lock in our votes. I'll go first. I'm going to go fiction on this just because, you know, I try to figure out how are we explaining this without the supernatural. Here, I don't really see a thread of how it actually could have happened. Chris. Yeah, again, I'm going to say fact. I think this is a simple story, and I feel like I've heard something similar before. So I'm, I'm going to go fact. All right, Tiffany. I'm also going to go fact. I kind of agree with you, Jesse. I don't know how this happened, but I just feel like it's fact. <laughs> all right, Mark. Uh, also going to go fact. Um, some part of it's true. And that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> is that, how, is that how it works? That is not how this 10% game works. It's true. It's a great okay. opening line, by the way, we need so, opening lines for the podcast. <laughs> some of it's true, true. And that's how it works. <laughs> All All right, Claire, your first prediction of the show. What do you think? I think it's fact. Any specific thing that pushes you that way? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting that he, that this adult man is the only one who saw the kid. He had this special connection to him. I think that in theory, they could have been connected on a higher level, if you will, to the point where uh, he could have somehow intuited that there was a fire that this kid was uh, burning in horrifically. You know? That got dark. It happens. I will will say on that. I like the explanation of how it's more of a connection between these two people. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that he came back as a ghost. Right. Like, you That's know, cool. sometimes when you get that feeling, it's like, ah, something's not right. And then maybe he got an alert from someone down the street. Oh, there's a house burning. And he went, oh, my God, Stevie, I bet he ran in there to try and save the fire. He loves fires. He's probably in there. <laughs> Wherever there's a fire, Stevie's there. <laughs> like a cartoon laugh. What was that? That's a funny image in my head. Of Stevie burning gases. That you're not going to share. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We've all locked in our predictions, but one thing we like to do here is flip a coin just for random chance to see if we can actually beat chance. And sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. So let's go ahead and do that now. The coin is predicted fiction, and the answer of this story is going to be revealed at the end of the show. A lot of people were wondering... When do we do these? Well, we're going to follow the format of the show. They tell us at the end. We're going to tell you guys at the end. Play along. We have not heard the results yet. Right. So let's go ahead and move on to the second story, which is called The Computer. If you need anything, our number's on the fridge, okay? Okay. Anything else? Uh, Want to yeah. go to Sarah? Uh, keep, keep the doors locked and don't answer them no matter what. Sure. Thank you. Call us Bye-bye. if you need anything. Absolutely. Bye-bye. 
I mean, one of those mothers I said I'd never be. I can get my coat from the back. Okay. Oh, Sarah forgot her computer. We were talking during the episode about how it it always feels like it's such a 90s thing. Like, it's called the computer. And Chris was so surprised that they, that they had laptops in 1999. Oh, my God. Yeah, the technology was so more advanced than I thought it was yeah. back in those days. <laughs> they had a cell phone? Well, the, so the story, just a quick recap, the story is about a couple who has a newborn baby and they're very protective of their baby, but they want to go out and have a life. So they get a babysitter to watch their baby. They go out to a party and they realize, oh, shit. Oh, shoot. The, uh... Oh, darn. <laughs> oh, fudge hucky. We can say whatever we want, but I felt like that was not an effective use of that word. So I decided against <laughs> oh, it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> They Oh, they realized that in the back of their car is the babysitter's laptop. So they said, oh, we better go back home. Well, they go back home because the babysitter says, I have a term paper to write on my laptop. Right. She needs her. Yeah. And, and they said, well, we can't just leave this in the cars and not give it to her. So they go back and they find that their house has been broken into and the babysitter is tied up in the living room. But you know, uh, isn't it just every parent's worst nightmare? You come home, the babysitter's tied up. So they get in. <laughs> The the burglar runs out of the house and then they said, oh, my God, thank God that we came back because your computer was in the back of our car. And then the babysitter was like, my computer's been here the whole time. <laughs> the phantom computer. So even, so even the stories that are not about people that have been dead the whole time are about a, something being dead the whole time. The exactly. computer, the the computer time. has been somewhere else the whole right, time. Right, exactly. Really quick, too, the burglar also just like drops the bag yeah. that he had had and yeah, just so he, like, he, 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 he burgles nothing. Yeah, nothing. He drops the bag of goods. They're like, and then the baby starts like, look, my computer bag, it's right here. Like, I don't. It I, was a very short episode, yeah. too. Super short. Super. I thought it was going to be just based on the title. Like, remember we did the episode, the email, where like a ghost used an email to warn somebody. Like, I thought it was going to be interesting and supernatural and. More or at least tying into a computer, but not just a computer. Are you saying it's just the physical presence? Just the physical presence. (laughs) But do you think the simplicity makes it more likely to be true or more likely to be false? Here's what threw me off: was at the end, you know how the host Jonathan Frakes. Yes, uh, he then says, "Could it be this or could it be this?" And his explanation of how this could have been real was: Could it just have been a play of light and shadow making the laptop bag in the back of the car? <laughs> and appear, I was, and I was out of, yeah. yeah, and I was thinking, huh? no, <laughs> no, there are like pins all over it, you know, There's big little rainbow, rainbow pins. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's just it's not, a play it's not, of light it's and not just shadows a, in the back of the car. It's not just a standard laptop no, bag. It's, it's like a fully specifically decorated like bag. Teen girl, yeah. you know. <laughs> or what the writers think teen girls would put on their right. laptop What are those bag? stickers? Those Lisa, Lisa Frank, Frank stickers? I, wonder, I don't know why oh, I wanted to say yeah. Susan B. Anthony stickers. That's definitely not right. That would have been a progressive I, teen. She's got her priorities in order. I always get a little self-conscious because every time we talk about those binders, I always think that they're Anne Frank. Excuse me? Instead, of Lisa, instead of Lisa Frank. Yeah, Frankers. I get the names confused sometimes. Big difference. So okay, different. At least I said Susan B. Anthony. That's that's like two steps. Is it weird me. that I thought Anne Frank when you said Susan B. Anthony? What? No, because cause we said Lisa Frank. Frank. And then at the boring. end, Jonathan Frake says, could this have been blah, 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 the weird supernatural thing? Or could this have been one of our writers writing from home on her laptop? <laughs> and Chris went, a female writer? <laughs> Fiction. <laughs> This is also my favorite line of this story. Yes. The dad walks in with the babysitter and he goes, so here's the baby. Uh, He's great. 
That's what else weird. could babies have been but he's great. great? I don't know. It was just a strange yeah. introduction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. He's cool. Uh, <laughs> he's my bud. He's really yeah. chill, you know. Like you can just like, yeah, you can watch, like, watch the, the game. game. <laughs> you know. This is our impression of people that are Guys. chill and watch the game. Yeah. yeah oh, you we, could watch the game. We never watched the game. Let's we just ne- be I've never watched the game in my life. Great. Although, speaking of the game, let's go ahead and move into the predictions here. <laughs> First up, Mark, what do you think? Fact or fiction? Oh. This one's <laughs> oh, <laughs> this one's so simple that it really seems like it could have happened. Like the computer bag wasn't there the whole time. They just saw the computer bag in their car and they came back home and stopped a burglar from happening. Fact, fact. All right. Next up, Tiffany. I'm gonna go fiction. Like, and I and part of me doesn't think this would be in a newspaper. Like, why would anyone care about this? Because what the newspaper's like, yeah. And then the computer bag <laughs> was actually there. I'm gonna the change whole my time? vote. Wait, does it have to be in a paper? <laughs> well, like, how do they? How know. do the writers find this true story? Oh, I see. You know, so I feel yeah, like most I mean, of the time they have to be notable. It could be word of mouth, though, right? But then that's not like a true. Story. Oh, I you guess. Know, like, I guess not. I don't know. I just I feel like normally there there's something of note that. Would like would warrant the story being put out there to a point that the writers would find it, and I just don't see the computer back twist working as well in real life. So you're going fiction, all. fiction. Yes. All right, thank you very much. I'm going to go next, and you know what? In the in the in the heat of the moment, you really <laughs> turned me around on this one. I was going to go fact, but here's the thing: there's some, and I can't explain this exactly, but there's something about the imagery of them walking back in and the babysitter being tied up. <laughs> That just struck me as so ludicrously fake. I don't know why, but like a burglar generally won't burgle a place with people in it. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest stretch to me. The so sticky bandits never did. I'm going fiction because I just feel like they would have just moved on to another house. All right. Next up, Chris. My gut is saying to me, it's fact because I can see someone like the mother having this just Kind of intuitive. Intuitive, like, feeling that we have to go back. And then maybe they did think they saw a backpack, but it was like they looked for a split second and they said, oh, shit, there's a backpack there. So, yeah, I'm going to go fact. All right. Last up, Claire. You guys, it's fiction. It's so fiction. (laughs) I can't even... Come on. She's tied up the babies. I mean, no. And then the burglar is still there when the parents come in. And the burglar runs out, does a spin move, knocks the mom down, and runs. Out, and nobody's like, grab that man. Like, no. All right. Let's flip a coin. Fiction. Coin is right. The coin might be right on this one. Let's go ahead and move on to the next story, which is called The Girl Next Door. I swear I'm going to make it up to you, Sylvie, Okay. Denise, Denise, I meant Denise. I swear to God, sugar, I meant Denise. Curtis wasn't the kind of man to let one slip-up derail him. He had hundreds of numbers of hundreds of women. But in a few moments, he will go to the door and meet Florence Wheeler. She will be the one he will never forget. Oh, yeah. Foxy classy. Fine, fine, fine. Who is this guy? So there's a, he introduces and he's like, there's a playboy in town. Let's see the story about this playboy. (laughs) And I'm like, this is the worst womanizer I've ever seen. Like, who would these moves work on? Nobody. Right. Uh, Tiffany, what happened here? Um, So this is a true romance story. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, We have this guy who just moved into a new neighborhood and he's a big womanizer, always has, (laughs) apparently has like hundreds of women's like phone numbers and he just goes through and calls each of them to see who will come over. As you do. As, As you do, I guess. 
And then this woman knocks on the door and she's like, hey, I saw you just moved in. I want to welcome you to the neighborhood. And he's just instantly smitten, invites her over to dinner, wears the ugliest blue silk shirt I've ever seen. The type of shirt that you walk in on and you walk right back out on. You're like, I'm good. So then we kind of see this whirlwind romance. They're spending all this time together. He's smitten. He tells her, like, I've been waiting for you my whole life. And then she's like, I've been cheated on. Like, I don't want to move too fast. Like, you know, are you telling me the truth? And he's like, of course I am. And the next scene, we see him blatantly talking to another girl on the phone with her in the other (laughs) room. Like, he's not even trying to hide it that well. Doors are wide open. Wide open. Um, And she overhears, so she breaks up with him. Then he tries to find her the next day and goes to the house where she said she was, you know, right next door. And then the person's like, no, she doesn't live here. And then the guy sees the girl running through the church that's, also next door, Mm -hmm. runs after her. And then when he arrives, sees that there is a gravestone with her name on it and she is never seen from again. So, And then the host says, she did say she lived next next door. door. (laughs) Well, then, and what was also like Jonathan Frakes afterwards was like, was it just like her mother or her grandmother's grave or did she leave on her own terms? And there was something That's her MO. You know, there's the playboy (laughs) stereotype and then there's that girl that we've all seen and dated where it's like, you know, I'll pick a gravestone as my alias (laughs) and then if things turn sour, I'll leave town. a good way out. You know, honestly, I'm sick of those types of people. I'm sick of those types of people. So let me tell you about the ghost rules for this one because here's what I'm confused. On the one hand, I do know that there are some entities that are clueless and they don't even realize they might be dead. And this kind of falls in this category. This woman clearly... Spoiler alert, the sixth sense is a really good example of that where like there's a ghost that doesn't realize. They think they live in the real world. exactly. Mm -hmm. So this could be a uh, some kind of spirit who doesn't realize that they're dead. And that's why uh, when Tiffany was talking about how she said, you know, she was afraid if she's been cheated on, cheated on a lot and she's a, she fears that, like, that could be a, a thing that, that certainly could be. But the length of time that this guy has dated her <laughs> over the course of, I assume, weeks or months or something makes me really question, like, are, is he physically in contact with this ghost the whole time? That's what I'm, Having trouble. I imagine the ghostly rules work very much like a video game, whereas if you want to appear physical to another human, that's using like ghost power and your meter it starts going down. Do you and remember then, in Ghost when he had to like move a coin and yeah. it took forever? To yeah, like, he has to learn mm-hmm. how to actually physically touch objects. I don't know if they had sex, but they definitely have held hands and went mm-hmm. on dates and went on walks. And uh, the, I just see the ghost power meter just depleting very quickly. Right. Here. Does anyone mm-hmm. think this one is true? Because I feel like it's so obviously false. No, I don't think it's true at all. Also, what's the lesson? Like, right. yeah. like you, right. keep, you keep Gina on girls, one of them's going to be a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Is this, is this how the phrase ghosted started? Did it oh. all start? Oh, she got, he got ghosted. Wow, we figured it out. It was from the late 90s. Well, and then also, I really wish that we could see all the dates happen again. But like what people really saw as he's walking down yeah, and holding yeah. a hand with yes. no one. I know. Right, Maybe right. that's, that's the lesson. Like he didn't learn he it, but it was knows. so embarrassing yeah. for him oh. overall. Oh. Yeah. Maybe totally the moral is if you find out that you're dating a ghost, do not cheat on them and just continue dating that ghost. Okay, but And then get married to that ghost. Listen, listen, because at the end he goes, Curtis lost the love of his life because he couldn't stay true. I'm like, or because she was a ghost. <laughs> like, what? what if he, In what scenario was he ever going right. to keep her? What if yeah. he did stay true? Like, was she yeah. going to have to break it to him awkwardly one day? Like, okay. hey. Um, okay. I know you want to get married, but I will not be visible to anybody at yeah. the wedding. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be weird. Was I the only one where I was like, 
was it the love of his life if after like three weeks he's like calling up all these yes. other girls like there yes. was something where i was just like i don't even understand what this is probably what happens with all the random women on his phone that I he wanted, just calls all the time i wanted her to say like you're so romantic for a living human being i mean <laughs> like what she pulls a daenerys and is what like you-, you know i can't bear children <laughs> <laughs> he was dating her for weeks but never went to her house that that struck me as odd mm-hmm. there's a lot of red flags especially here. if she lived across the street wouldn't at some point he yeah. say like oh let's go to, let's your, go place. to your place and she's I like i live in a church i'm dead yeah. <laughs> tiffany i know you think the same way as i do with this one specific thing but who told yeah. this story what there is, is he going to that's super embarrassing that's literally yeah yeah, like literally who reported (laughs) this story no one is there to uh catalog this it's not like his parents came over and also saw the girl that would have been fascinating Mm -hmm. it's the first girl he introduces to his parents he loves her so much Mm -hmm. and then she literally disappears that would have been much more intriguing let's go ahead on to the predictions right now i'm gonna go fiction because i literally (laughs) but i am of two minds of this i am gonna lean fiction but if he did tell this story people would have been like yeah it's a true story but you're full of shit so you know i don't believe you so i'm going to fiction on this one mm-hmm. chris when do you go next yeah fiction uh i just don't think that weeks are gonna go by and he's gonna be able to be with a ghost and physically contact her i do love that that is your rationale mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah it's like the ghost meter guys come on mm-hmm. claire when do you go next well i don't trust this guy for one second <laughs> I don't trust him with my heart. I don't trust him with a ghost. I know. He's going to call Fiction. up some. He's You're going to be a ghost I, dating I, him. He's going to call up another ghost. Yeah. yeah. I trust be, him as far as I could throw his silk shirt, which isn't very far. They know. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. It's, it just kind of billows yeah. down. <laughs> Mark, when are you going to? Uh, I'm going to go fiction because of everything everybody said. <laughs> Tiffany? I am also going to go fiction, mostly because and this might go into Chris's territory, but I feel like if this woman did come back as a ghost, she would have taught this womanizer a lesson, oh, and yeah. she did not. Ghosts mm-hmm. teach lessons, so, you guys. Mm-hmm. But not if a writer writes about yeah. it. Let's see what the <laughs> coin says. All right, the coin is predicting fiction. Oh. Let's go ahead on to our next story, which is called The Wallet. Jason is a young man with very little in the way of material things. He's been raised by foster parents and is working hard to get into college. He's about to come across a lost wallet, and what he chooses to do with that discovery will certainly change his day. In fact, it may change the very course of his life. All right, Mark, break it down. This is called The Wallet. What happened? There's a kid who is kind of poor, but wants to be, he wants to go to college, or does he want to be an athlete? So one day when he's training in the park, he finds a wallet, and inside the wallet there's tons of credit cards and information, so it goes to the address that's in the wallet. There, he finds out that the person the wallet belonged to has been dead for a couple years, and of course, he's also really, really wealthy, and when he looks at pictures of the original owner of the wallet, it looks a lot like him. Like identical, so much so that the the the, same kid, it's the same actor in the photos. Yeah, it's the same actor, but they're like old black and white photos of when he was younger. Um, So then the kid kind of freaks out and runs away, and then the like butler and the lawyer are discussing like, well, it looks like we're gonna have to track the kid down because we got forty million dollars to give away from this dead man. Yeah, and then they and then they basically say like, well, how did the wallet just randomly end up in a park if the guy's been dead for ten years or whatever? So two years. That's so that's Mm -hmm. the that's the big kind of thing here is like. What are the chances that the kid would stumble on the wallet? Mm-hmm. What are the chances that the wallet would even end up there? And then the host says, is it possible that the wallet was stolen years ago and then dropped in a park? <laughs> for You know, it's like, oh, I don't know about that. But yeah. there you go. And oh. he looks exactly like the guy who died. And yet they're super mean to the kid. 
Who are you? Sit down. Don't go anywhere. He goes, who put you up to this? You can't put someone up to looking like someone else. No. They're so creepy. They're so creepy. You know, like it's one of those things I'm like, are they driving themselves crazy by staying in this house for the last two years as this guy died being like, what will we do? Maybe the kid never showed up at all. Oh my God. The kid never showed up at all. This is all just the butler and the lawyer's Yeah, they're they're just insane. That's an interesting little... The black mold in the house is... (laughs) It smells of mildew. It's like the others, but (laughs) from the servants. I love the kid opens the door, sees the butler, and the butler is, I don't know, eight feet tall. It's like the Adams family. Yeah. Both of them, very small with very small heads. Then the lawyer comes in. I would just love to have seen that casting call. It's like looking for giants with tiny heads. (laughs) Yeah. Or or maybe they had regular size heads and like large suits. That's what I thought. Well, it was the 90s. That was kind of in vogue. Apparently, they had laptops and women writers and (laughs) And and giants. So many crazy things. I would say that this is a sort of coincidence based story that I could see being told because this kid was adopted. You know, he was in a foster family and this guy was in the neighborhood like he's really rich like he has. So, you know, it could be like, yeah, is it a crazy coincidence? Of course. But he had an affair, put the kid up for adoption through whatever circumstances. And then the kid happens to stumble upon the house. And also, I feel like if this kid looked that much like this super wealthy guy in the neighborhood, someone would have caught on. So the truth of the story is that someone recognizes him and whether the whole wallet Possibly. thing, I don't know. But that's the one but, thing I would say. But the guy who would have been his dad then was like ancient. I mean, all of his photos were in black and white. <laughs> right. He's yeah. not, it's not. Like he know. was a so, fighter pilot in World War One or something. <laughs> right. Well, and they, they say like, what are the chances that the only living relative like found the house? And it's like, yeah, clearly it's like the grandson or something. They're trying to. Yeah. My favorite part of the whole story was he finds the wallet and the person's, you know, ID in it. And then the narrator says, there was something that was drawing him to the house. And I was like, yeah, the sense to return the wallet that he found. Yeah, like, yeah very clear some, motive. There was yeah. some mysterious force that compelled You're him. You're forcing this a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, yeah. The address is on the driver's also, license. wouldn't the kid have looked at the driver's license and gone, oh shit, this looks a lot like You're me. So because right. he That's sees the point. pictures in You're the house so and right. goes, <gasps> I well, never even thought The driver's about. license could be, because like, I guess really it would be older. probably Older than those pictures that were in the house? Well, because the pictures of the house, I guess he was like probably in his teens, but if he had a driver's license, if he was still driving as an old man, Man, right. he would have had like you know an older picture You're i also right. i would say my favorite part was in the very beginning when they found the wallet and the kid's friend who was with him when he found the wallet kind of like the guy's like oh i'm gonna bring it back and then he was like okay and they just started looking around being like oh i wonder if there are any other wallets just like hanging around the park and chris like, goes that's exactly what i would have yeah. done <laughs> That you so said. I, was like, I also would have looked for I more mean, wallets. If, if you find a wallet in the middle of a park, it's it. one wallet. It's one. Well, you don't the know fact if there was that... a, a horrible accident with multiple people. <laughs> multiple... Where they all had to ditch their wallets yeah. as a defense. There's a mugger coming. Throw your wallets <laughs> yeah. at him. I heard Slow they like wallets down. and you, laptops. Yeah. <laughs> if you throw them. enough wallets, they get confused yeah. and they'll go away. <laughs> yeah, let's I'm ready. Go, for, I'm ready for predictions. Let's go ahead on to the predictions. First up, Chris, what do you think? Fact I'm going to say this is fact. This is a very simple story, and I could see this coincidental thing happening. Sure. Fact. All right, Mark? Uh, I also agree. Fact, there's enough here that seems like it could have happened and been reported. All right. Next up, Claire, what do you think? Yeah, I do see that this story could have been somewhere reported. Um, I don't necessarily believe it happened exactly this way, but I'll call it fact. All right. And I'm next. I'm going to go... 
So I've said fiction all throughout so far. <laughs> oh boy. Do I just double down? This is called con- the meta game. I don't do know. Do I just double yeah. down and continue going fiction and then just hope four that fictions? it has been known to have like four? I think all five have been one thing before too. The coincidence of this happening is stark, and I th- I am going to go fiction because I th- I feel like these stories stumbling on forty million dollars. We inherently want them to be true. Mm-hmm. I just think that they're trying to. They don't go based on that. They don't happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm going fiction. Uh, Tiffany. I am going to go fact. I think this, it's a crazy coincidence, but it's all the the only story of all of these that I feel like has more of a strong coincidence behind it and not just like someone's been dead the whole time. So I just, I have to say fact just based on that. Sounds good. Let's flip a coin. We'll alert for story five. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's flip a coin. Fiction. The coin really likes me today, you guys. The or coin and I, you. the coin, yeah, or is predicting my doom <laughs> yeah. and my downfall. Let's go ahead on to story five, the final story of today, which is called The Woods. The, the Woods. Listen, don't go too far. I'm going to make lunch soon. You who cook the fish Dad and I catch. Yeah. He's optimistic. Nature. Cool. Oh, man. Whoa. Oh. Ah! It's going to be okay. There is something we've talked about, and you will not have known about this, but we find that there are no women in the show with long hair for some reason. (laughs) They all have a soccer mom 90s haircut. It's been banned. Yeah. Yeah. I think the casting agents were just like, look, we're going to be on the cutting edge of hair trends. (laughs) Literally Literally. and figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) We have fun. (laughs) well with that why don't you you, claire give us a little recap of the story what happened here sure thing um okay so here's what happens basically it's a mom a dad a son they show up to the woods they're gonna go camping and so the kid's like i'm gonna go find some worms and so he runs off he's found worms he's also found a rattlesnake rattlesnake bites him obviously he freaks out and suddenly, out of the mist, rolls up a man. In a literally. Rolls yeah. Literally <laughs> rolls up a man in a wheelchair, decked out with feathers and <laughs> bark, bark and leaves and branches. And he proceeds to instruct this kid on how to extract the venom, just as his parents and suddenly random first aid people who've been called upon, they find him. But Wheelchair Man is gone, and uh, we are then left to wonder about the origin of this man. The first aid people know all about him. He's like they, a legend here. He's in a these, legend of the woods. In these woods. <laughs> in these woods alone. He went to medical school. As he was coming home from medical school, he got in a terrible accident, made him paraplegic, and he died about 10 years ago and is now supposedly in the woods healing people. One thing that I want to point out that i loved is as soon as the kid shows up on screen you said oh he's gonna disappear for sure oh yeah oh, <laughs> like, i knew it immediately now you didn't know it was gonna be worms you never know it's gonna be worms <laughs> but you know sometimes <laughs> when the kid's gonna go and you called it right away and it, and there was something he had the face of a kid that would be on a milk carton he, he really did he was asking for it yeah. he's too curious the man in the woods who like you said, was decked out with like feathers that would indicate maybe he's Native American of some sort. But that was my first thought. He's just not. He's <laughs> come to find he's Wait, just not. Wait, I didn't even notice the feathers. In the spokes of his wheelchair wheels. 
Oh, not on him. No. <laughs> but that might have just been him wheeling through the woods and getting shit caught. Picking up debris. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of my favorite lines from this guy is he's talking to the kid, and the kid's like, a snake bit me. I can't move my arms. And then he's like, yeah, that's just the poison paralyzing your muscles. <laughs> just very calmly. You'll be, had the You'll be dead in hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the first aid guy didn't say that this guy was good with kids. No, absolutely like, not. Or, or even a qualified yeah. doctor. No. <laughs> yeah. They just said he was treating the people of the woods. <laughs> I was really hoping that as soon as the guy showed up, it was Stephen Hawking. <laughs> like, and I was really hoping, I was really hoping that he would just be like, no, that's the poison paralyzing your muscle. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I know, and it's like, who tells this story? I mean, the only, I, I guess what they're trying to say is the kid said it, and then the first aid or whoever cooperated like right? somehow. It's the wheelchair thing, actually, that really holds me up that I can't get. You think it's more believable because it is very specific. It's very, very specific. specific about, yeah. Yeah, sure. and it's like, it's not just like, I feel like if the writers were thinking of this, would they have thought, like, oh, no, what we should do, we that, should make him a paraplegic and he should come in yeah. a wheelchair. Okay, here's one last theory I have. What if kid is out in the woods, gets bitten by a rattlesnake, good Samaritans come across him, have a first aid kit, suck the blood out of the kid's arm, and I'm like, stay here, I'm going to run and get help. They run off and get help. In the meantime, the parents stumble across the kid, they take him back, and then the other people come back, and we just never hear about that that person's like not finding the kid. That seems to be the most plausible version of this story to me as I think about it more and more. Maybe they're having their own beyond belief where they're like, I found a kid with a rattlesnake bite. I helped him and he disappeared and I never saw him again. And they're telling it to a local and the local's like, oh, did that kid have brown hair? Yeah, exactly. You know? Was the kid in a wheelchair? Yeah. 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 How did he even get out in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> that kid's been dead. Yeah, the whole was he time. looking for worms? I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, had a, he had a bottle of worms on him. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to predictions. Mark. Oh, I was not persuaded by you guys. I'm still going to go with fiction because it's just ridiculous. All right, Tiffany. <laughs> I'm going to go with fact just for it being weirdly specific enough. Okay, Claire. Yeah, I'm going to go with fact too. The wheelchair thing got me. Chris. Ghosts can do anything and uh, they can certainly afford electric wheelchairs. Fiction. <laughs> I'm going to vote fiction on this because I just don't quite feel that uh, there's enough here but let's find out what the coin says. Fiction. No. Oh my gosh. Wow. Fiction, fiction, fiction across the All board. Right. Me and the coin. All right, guys, we are going to find out which stories are fact. Find out which stories are fiction. <laughs> and here we go. But first, we do have a quick word from our sponsor this week, which is who, guys? It's called G-Date. G-Date. And it's for... Well, it's for it's for dating... I use Gmail. It's not... How about G-Chat? Yeah. It's, no, it's not G-Calendar. It's a You're fucking service. ghosts. You're fucking ghosts. You're fucking ghosts. Poltergeists. Oh, you know, demons, apparitions. apparitions, you can fuck them all. You could fuck them all. Uh, fairies. <laughs> fairies? Basically. So hold, 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 hold on. Let me get this straight. You guys are saying that this G-Date is a dating service for sure. liter- like any fictional. Well, not yeah. fictional. I mean, like, well, not the, fictional. You, but you like could the, do the, just... the three bears. Um, we're talking uh, lumberjacks. Some, some of them. Well, that's a different app. And it's through Google? <laughs> it's not through Google. Basically, you download this app, you can start kind of dating beyond the... Swiping through pictures with nobody in them because they're ghosts and you can't see them. All too often, gone on a date with a ghost, but not known they were a ghost. This can help with that. Well, 
Well, how? Not. Does I mean, it have would, some sort of feature like, built in? If you don't like dating ghosts, you won't use this app. Oh, true. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's You're right. right. This is for people who are seeking ghosts. Yeah, it's a great it's a great app for those who are, are lonely and want to get lonelier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was saying, for all the, the ladies out there, you know, if you're so tired of those guys online, always DTF and looking for one night stands, then this is the perfect app for you. Because Absolutely. You won't be experiencing any human touch of any kind. Right. <laughs> right. Do you know like, what, NS, like, mo- like you most couples. <laughs> so use offer code dead the whole time. It's going to be good. It's going to be over 5%, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks so much. Let's get back to the actual results. So first up, Fire Station 32. Little Stevie comes back as a ghost, but we don't know that. Tells a firefighter about a fire. And then uh, is revealed to be a dead body, and the it's a horrible story. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and find out. I'm the only person that thought this was fiction. Everyone else voted fact on this. If you guessed that our story of the fire station was totally made up, you're mistaken. This one really happened. Fact. Sorry, Jesse. Oh, all right, all, I'm off, so to a, off to oh, a bad I'm so start. Happy. Whenever I will say this has happened before. If you get the first one wrong, you're demoralized for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I can confirm that. Yeah, I can, I can <laughs> but, confirm yeah. that right now. Do you now. feel but demoralized? If you get it yeah, right, for sure, sure. You do. already feel like you know what? Almost no matter something. what happens at oh, this point, I've I'm going to be proud won. of myself. Right. All right. Let's move on to the second story. This one was called the computer. This was the one about the laptop bag that was left in the back seat of a car that keyed the mom and dad to go back and say not even really save the the babysitter she but she was tied up she was tied up let's remind everyone that mark and chris you guys think this is fact everyone else thinks it's fiction let's find out this story must have been inspired by actual events right wrong it's a total fabrication fiction we didn't talk about this but wouldn't you as the parents immediately rush out to the car to see what you thought you saw they didn't do that they were just like Oh, yeah, I guess the computer was here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, weird. what's on TV? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next story. This is the girl next door. This is the one about the fancy playboy who was dating someone who had died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plain and simple. Yeah, if he had only been faithful. I would have loved to see how that turned out. Um, <laughs> no one voted fact. Everyone thinks this one's fiction. Including the coin. Including the coin. Let's find out. Was this story of star-crossed lovers based on a true story? Not this time. Oh. Fiction. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. There we go. Also, star-crossed Great. lovers? Yeah, no. Back off. That is yeah, reserved right. for real lovers. These yeah, people right. who are fakers through and through. One of them was like, I'm faithful. Wrong. That other right. one was like, I'm real. Wrong. Wrong. Right. What a liar. Both of them. Yeah. Is, is really one betrayal any more worse than the other? I feel like she's just as guilty. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, you can't, like, tell someone you're living when you really... Like, can you even have children at that point? No, right? right. Ghostly, oh, ghost babies. Uh, not ghost that I've baby. never heard of it. I, well, <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to story number four, which is the wallet. This is the one about the kid who found a wallet and ended up mm. inheriting a fortune of millions. I'm the only one who thinks this is fiction. Everyone else thinks this is fact. <laughs> so let's find out. Was this story of unexpected good fortune true or a fake? This time, it's the real thing. Fact. Oh, oh yes! Dumb Andrew. Yep. Yes. Let's move on to the fifth and final story. This is the woods. Oh, the, the fiction one? Hopefully. The, <laughs> this is the woods. This is where the kid gets bitten by a rattlesnake and is helped by a mysterious ghost in a wheelchair. Tiffany and Claire, you guys think it's fact. Everyone else has voted fiction. Let's find out. Was this story of a spirit who watches over the people of the woods based on an actual event? Yes, it was. Fact. Ooh. 
That gives My me goosebumps. God. That is incredible. I'm Are so glad you? that the story is real. Are Do you, you think you're going to visit him one and day? They, and he didn't want the electric chair. Yeah. The electric wheelchair. No. <laughs> to clarify. He likes a challenge. Yeah. He does. But what does he do? Does he just only go for downhills? How does he get around? This That's might be really... one we can research. Yeah, we yeah. could maybe yeah. look into this one. This one sounds pretty good. So I got two out of five correct. I've done worse. That's a fact. Yeah, I've seen it. And the coin tied with me this week. So oh. the coin also got... Two out of five. Well, you guys had a bold strategy. An improvement from last week. <laughs> yes. There you from go. From zero. Zero Absolutely. to 40. Congratulations. Chris, what did you get? Uh, I got 60%. That's very good. That's uh, wow. better than me. That is above average. <laughs> it is. That's better than a coin, generally. Mark? I'm right there with you at 60%. Oh my God. Tied very for 60. Very nice. Oh, very that's nice. That's good. That's good. And uh, both of you look very happy. Did you calculate your results yet? I did. Yeah. Tiffany, did, you? yeah did you? Yeah. Yeah. The math did it was take hard. You, the, it did. Take you Just a lot, a yeah. Number? Absolutely. Because there were one, two, three, four, five oh, yeah. stories, and uh-huh. and you and I both guessed correctly one, two, three, four, five, five times. Yeah, yeah. So hundred percent, hundred percent. That's right. Let me do the math, Claire. What an, a miraculous just waltz on in here. Exactly. Yeah. First, yeah. Very first try, hundred yeah. percent. Well, Tiffany. I did watch mm-hmm. the episode beforehand. Like <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, Congratulations, uh, Tiffany. Your highest score to date. I literally never get above three guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> hey, it's like, I just need another day. girl here, and yeah. then I get 100%. I know, That's yeah. what I'm learning. That's what it is. The, the, gir- the girly rules. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's a that weird one. way of we'll saying it. Saying Probably. It's yeah. not at all weird. Well, what a fantastic episode. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> thank before you so much for we, having me. Before we sign off, I just want to ask you, I know you have a YouTube series that we mm-hmm. want to make special mention of, XBFF. Yes, XBFF. It's on YouTube. It's like a little anthology of shorts. Chris, um, Chris and I have seen these and we really enjoy they're them. They're so funny. Especially because, but they're not always funny. Sometimes oh, that's they're uncomfortable. It's true. And it's I really like, it's like, a, it's almost like it's a, it's a great mix. It's like a jump into a real moment in a relationship a lot of times. And it feels like super authentic. Oh my God, I've had that same argument right. or something like yeah. that, which I really Thank like. But it's worth checking out. So XBFF, that's E X dash BFF. And BFF YouTube. is spelled B as in the letter B and then boy, F. Boy, B and boy. B as in boy that takes his own snake venom out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So definitely F- check that F out. F as in fire, 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 no, we are fire station 32. Yes. Uh-huh. And then F as in... Fine, fine, foxy. That's oh right. That's God. right. Great yeah. callback. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you all for joining this week. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> so much. And until you next guys. week, this is Beyond... Beyond Belief. Beyond Beyond Belief is produced by five friends living in Los Angeles. Our theme song was written for this podcast by David Russo, who composed music for the original series. Our introduction is voiced by Mark Winston. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe to us and rate us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And yeah, tell someone. Tell someone you know. They might like it too. All audio clips are used strictly for educational commentary and are copyright their original creators. You can send us feedback, questions, or you can submit your own story that is Beyond Belief by visiting our website at beyondbeyondbelief.com as well as find show notes and links to us on social media. Thanks for listening.